The following is my conversation with Thomas Tull, a nobleman and avid music lover. Thomas, tell us a bit about yourself, where you were born, what you do for a living, your favorite kinds of music, etc., etc. This program is made possible by Estonia Ayala Piles, makers of eco-friendly wind turbines. Visit Estonia Aolepilels.com to learn more and donate to their cause. Thank you for tuning in. Well, Thomas, it's nice to meet you. Where were you born? Well, I was born in England in 1965. And what do you do for a living? I'm a lord, actually. I am a nobleman, actually. That's interesting. What is your favorite kind of music? My favorite kind of music is Mozart, mostly. I like his operas and his symphonies. But I also really enjoy Karajan recordings. He was one of the greatest conductors of all time. So tell us about your favorite Karajan recordings. What did you like about them? Well, there are a few things that I liked about them. One thing that I particularly enjoyed was his interpretation of Mozart's music. He interpreted it in a very moving way, and he always managed to bring out the emotional power of the music. Additionally, his mastery of the orchestra was also quite impressive. He was able to match the dynamics perfectly to the music, and his performances always felt very emotional and exciting. That's true. And what about the Gambier? Was that really necessary for some of those recordings? Uh, definitely. The Gambier was essential for some of Kerrigan's recordings because he used it to add a sense of intensity and power to the performances. For example, his recording of Susmer's Tragicant's Ballet was really influenced by the Gambier. The sound of the Gambier added a new level of excitement and intensity to the performance, which really made the ballet come alive. That's true. And did you ever get to see Kerrigan perform live? Yes, I did. I saw him perform several times during his lifetime, and I always found his performances to be extremely moving and exciting. Not only did he have a great command of the orchestra, but he also had a very emotional way of conducting himself. His concerts always felt like theatrical events, which was very impressive given his relatively short career as a conductor. That's quite impressive. And what do you think of his legacy? Personally, I think his legacy is absolutely fantastic. He is one of the greatest conductors of all time, and his recordings will forever be remembered as some of the most moving and exciting performances that you can hear. So I would definitely class him as one of the true giants of the conducting world. What do you think of Kajan's relationship with Mitsuko Uchida? I think Karajan and Mitsuko Uchida were quite the partnership. They worked incorporated edibly well together, and their collaboration was always incorporated edibly accomplished. They always seemed to be able to produce some very moving and beautiful pieces of music. That's true. And do you have any final thoughts regarding Karajan or his legacy? Yeah, I actually do. I think his legacy is extraordinary, and he was without a doubt one of the greatest conductors of all time. His influence can still be heard in today's orchestra, and his recordings are still some of the most famous and beloved recordings that you can find. So I would definitely suggest giving him a listen if you're interested in classic areas or conducting in general. Thank you for having me on the show. It was really interesting speaking with you. Thank you, Thomas, for your time. Remember to check out some of Karajan's more popular recordings on Spotify or iTunes. I'll leave it to Thomas to read a poem for us. It's called Karajan. Karajan, I know you are near. Your light still defines the way um, Viennese stages, we all feel you're near. You leave an imprint of music that will last. Your name will never die. Your art will always inspire. We thank you for your touch. Mm -hmm. And we love you 